0: Yo, y'all listen up, I got something to say. I'm going to speak the truth to you, but some of y'all, you took a shortcut a convenience this summer. You was like, coach ain't here, the season's weeks away, I got time. Are you kidding me? As a college athlete, you got four, and maybe five years to be great. Or be forgotten. So are you home taking it easy? Somebody else is out there in the heat just about killing itself to make their name great. But you got time. And say, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: It's about time. All right, let's get it. Yo, 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 what's good, y'all? Thank y'all for joining us here at the Midweek Breakdown presented by the Athletes Table Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Craft and alongside me is the Lebanese Stallion. What's going on, my G?
0: What's good, bro? How's everything going?
2: Doing all right. Just watched the final bit of the Masters.
0: Yeah. That, like was a, Reim, that was
2: a good ending. Oh.
0: Are John Ream winning at all?
2: John wrong. Bro, right. sorry,
0: lo him, I know, I know he's
2: Spanish. Lo siento, señor. Yeah, uh, Brooksy decided he wasn't going to show up on the last, the back nine, and <sighs> uh, finished. I, I wish Phil would have given it a little bit more of a run going into the third round because he could have actually given himself a chance. Because
0: they both, but, he ended up beating out both live golfers for that, right?
2: Uh, yeah. Which, wow. of course, we're media. We gotta to talk about that, but live (laughs) golf and pga and all that like that's just what they're they're all best friends at the end of the day oh absolutely
0: they just want to have a good competition
2: yeah dude but i mean it was a good tournament uh even though with all the with all the weather uh implements and they ended up having to push some stuff back and move it around it ended up being a good tournament the the last the last round Everybody played really well. There was a lot of people coming up, and it ended up being a lot closer than what it originally was going to be. Yep. So, it I'm happy with it. It was a good Masters.
0: That's good. That's all you can. That's all you can ask for. No matter who wins, as long as it's a good Masters week, you know. Really, it's, honestly, it's a week. It's not even a weekend anymore. Um, that's all. You can At
2: this ask point, for. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: They started on Tuesday, Wednesday with coverage. Even though they have two days to talk about whatever the heck they want to talk about, and then they go into the games on or into the match play on. Uh, on Thursday. Thursday, so you know, let's. I but mean, I'm getting, happy to see a PGA guy win it, though, instead of a live golfer. Just for right now, you know, at
2: least. See, two. I was opposite. If really, if there was going to be anybody, me and my dad both sitting there watching that, and we're both like, we really hope a live golfer goes in there and wins it, just to <laughs> screw screw with the of,
0: whole PGA,
2: <laughs> screw with all the PGA guys, because the at the end of the day, the PGA is the one making a big deal about all this. The live golf don't care. I mean, they're all getting paid.
0: Yeah, everybody's happy they're getting guaranteed money
2: when when everybody's getting money there's no unhappy people no not at all so everybody in live is they're they're having a time of their lives and pga is all butthurt because they can't throw out money like that
0: yeah
2: Yeah. so i wouldn't have had an issue with uh brooks kepka or phil mickelson coming in and winning it all and it just pointed at all the pga guys be like Y'all are the problem, not us. <laughs> we played less than y'all, and we came back and won.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, they had two guys in the top three, top four.
2: I mean, they had guys out there the whole entire tournament.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, that like, they had people up fighting the whole time, whereas the PGA, you know, had a little bit behind that. But, I mean, that's a wild ride. I mean, that's good to see that they're still – the Masters, specifically in Augusta, is allowing both sides, PGA and – live to come together and play a match at least once a year it'd be nice to see us open they should be doing it period well yeah and then then especially on the one that's played overseas um it's the america versus versus europe or versus the the Ryder cup the Ryder cup thank you i couldn't think it was but at least you know i think the Ryder cup should be something that's played both live golf and pga
2: well yeah well you're representing your own country that's what i'm saying it's not about the PGA. It's about no. everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, I think that one's going to come down. We're not going to know exactly what that's going to be like until a couple weeks prior.
2: Yeah, and it'll end up being a gigantic thing. You'll have all the media coverage that you want, everybody making a big squander about it, even though it's not really that big of a
0: deal. As long as Scott Van Pelt and his co hosts shout out Subdogs again, I don't care who wins. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shout out sup dogs. We got some sup dogs the other day. Oh, for real? Yeah,
0: bro. I need to fight you for that.
2: We didn't. We didn't go there because we were really lazy. We got it ordered, but it's not. The um, same. it's not the same.
0: Especially not when you go into like 11, 12 o'clock at night, see everybody get arrested, and that's the fun stuff. It is typical fun stuff. Greenville. Typical <laughs> Greenville. Exactly. <laughs> g vegas exactly <laughs> but into some well, other speaking news. of that we both had the same idea go ahead I, no no please I the, the one with the bash bro hat has to go
2: has to go what i was just, i was going to introduce our host but you can go ahead and do it for me since no, no, you, got it. you got it. you you're got you're the it. guy no you're the guy you're the guy dude
0: you're the main host
2: now now girls you're
1: both pretty <laughs> Either one of you can go Thanks.
0: <laughs> oh, you're so sweet.
2: Well, anyways, <laughs> let's introduce our guest for today, our uh, NFL draft specialist that we got to bring on, Mr. Aaron Cooper. What's going on, my G? Not much. How about y'all? We're doing. We're if doing. Over has a better stash. <laughs> well, I'm, mine's getting to the point where I can <laughs> curl it. Have you started rolling it again? Yeah, I've been rolling it.
0: Alright, good, good, good. Putting some oil and stuff on there.
2: Mm-hmm. Good, good,
0: good. good.
2: I've been wow. making sure I stay on that.
0: Yeah, I heard it takes a couple of months to really get it going.
2: It 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 takes a little while, but whenever yeah. whenever you get it on schedule, that ends up being a good fan. And we gotta product. we gotta
0: shout out the guy who started this whole thing, Aaron with the stash and the beer combo first.
1: Yeah. Trying to keep mine trimmed, but eh, it's just gonna naturally grow
2: because I'm too lazy to cut it. You know, typical things. <laughs> that's, anyway. that's, how that, I... that's unnecessary movement. Just let it go. That's what I'm
0: saying, bro. That. Exactly.
2: <laughs> simple as that. Simple as that. So we're bringing we're bringing you on today because for the rest of this month until yeah. April 27th is the first round the NFL draft. So we want to bring you on because you know a lot about college football. Going into the draft a little bit about the NFL, and we we want to bring somebody on that's got a little bit of a little bit of information that can bounce off of us and can steer our conversation a little bit different way, another perspective like we do on our regular yeah. show. So that's why we we're bringing you on. But yeah. so
0: um All right, let's just start it here. Let's just start it here.
2: The elephant in the room with Carol. who's number
0: one overall going. On. That's that's the real question. Who's going to be number one? Overall? Um,
1: Number one overall, it just it will kind of see how Carolina wants to play. I mean, there's possibly trading, excuse me, for anybody and everybody if they wanted to. Because I mean, number one overall pick can go, you know, to anybody just for a trade. They could get a good quarterback if they wanted. But honestly, this draft class has so many good quarterbacks they could pick. I yeah. mean, they could take Richardson out of Florida, who's very similar to Cam in the sense that he is mobile, quick, very mm. fast. Yeah.
0: Barry, you don't know what's going to go on. But after his pro day, do you think that he could have been more of a um, Zach Wilson, like a, oh, man, look at me. I'm so good. And then get to the league and be like. Oh.
1: There's only ever going to be one Zach Wilson, you know, that's hunting people's moms. But, you know. <laughs> Milf anything's awesome.
2: That's a good impression.
1: It is. He did it great. <laughs> Chose
2: um, his mom's
0: best friend. Um, exactly.
2: Yikes. <laughs> nice.
1: I mean, honestly, though Richardson's a very good pick for them. Bryce Young, it's mm-hmm. kind of—I don't know how well Bryce is going to do in the NFL just because of you can Size. you can give him similarities to Tua. You know, they're both came from Alabama. They're both more once more. You know, obviously more of a run run pass option guy than Bryce, who's just a, more of a pocket passer who's really good at it. But we just have to see because he doesn't have the height. But I mean, you can be proven wrong every day about people's height, mm-hmm. how good they are.
2: I was about to say, I mean, he could come in and be how Drew Brees was. I mean, Drew Brees was five, five ten, five eleven on his best day. I was going to say,
0: you got Drew Brees and you got uh, Russell Wilson when he was with the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. And, just...
2: and, yeah, and I to me, the way Bryce throws the ball does have a lot of similarities of Russell Wilson. Yep. I, I see that comparison a little bit. Uh, it's just going to be – Bryce is going to have to put on some weight. Oh, he, yeah.
0: In all honesty, if the CLC Seahawks had a higher draft pick, I could see them going after Bryce too. I don't think they should though. They're a quarterback nah, they know. have in Geno. Geno is very good. Play comeback player of the year
1: this year. We'll see though. That's the thing. You know, typical NFL quarterbacks are like, oh, I'm great this year. Pay me some money. And then you know you have someone like Kirk Cousins. Or sorry, my my bad. Perk Thuggins, and he's <laughs> out of nowhere, out of nowhere, right? He's like, ah, you like that, goes to, you know, Minnesota, you're like, wow, who the hell are you? What did we pay for? Oh, that's right, a lame duck. Hey, that's all he got.
0: He likes to take off his shirt and put on some chains in the airport. Hey, Perk
1: Thuggins be doing Perk Thuggin things. I'm not going to question it. He does. It's not worth it. Not worth it. Well,
2: the, the the funny thing is, Seattle's got the fifth pick. Yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't even. Re- yeah, I kind of forgot about
2: that. They got the fifth pick from Denver.
0: Yeah, yeah, I forgot that they had that trade.
1: I don't know though. Their defense has been such a sore spot recently. They probably just should just go defense and stay that.
2: Well, that's what they're. Uh, they're projected to get that cornerback out of Penn State, Joey Porter. Yeah, Ooh. I think
0: he'll be. He'll be a very. That wouldn't good pick. be a bad steal. And who well, knows what's his name from Georgia might drop down the defensive tackle.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, if anything. I don't even know where Anderson. Well, Anderson could really go. He, I mean, he'd be a good fit, kind of anywhere, but yeah, we'll just have to see.
0: Yeah, it would be something to keep an eye out for. Yeah, my my phone is still loading for my mock draft. There we
2: go. Oh yeah, I got pulled up. Yeah, Anderson's supposed to go projected pick four to Arizona, Arizona. which I can see that Arizona needs help on the defensive side. They they need help on. I think they also have.
1: Yeah, they have, they're going to have some problems with their quarterback. I mean, sure, the offense, all that's built around him to fit, kind of like Lamar is with Baltimore, but the problem is it's just, I don't know, it's just almost like Arizona has all the tools, everything's good, and then, you know, top-wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins can't play the first half of the season, and mm-hmm. the Cardinals just can't find their identity. So, I mean, we're
2: just going to have to see what the Cardinals decide to do this year.
0: So, should we bring in the – I mean, really I could big... possibly see them – Go ahead, go ahead,
2: go ahead. I could, I could also see Arizona reaching and get Will Levis. If uh, the first three quarterbacks go, uh, Stroud, Bryce, and Richardson, if those three go, I could possibly see Arizona reaching for Will Levis. I think it would be a bad move, but I could potentially see that. Yeah,
1: he's not bad. He's definitely got very, very good credentials. He's uh, He played really good for Kentucky. He did. But, We'll just have to see because Kentucky, sure, Kentucky's in the SEC. They've been fighting they've been fighting good competition, but I mean, what? Wasn't he well if I'm not mistaken? He's a senior, so I mean, he's, he's been there a while. We've just gotta see how, you know, long being a quarterback Kentucky has taken a toll on his body. To see if he can yeah. keep that up. So you kinda yeah, now talking- it's just more younger. Younger the quarterback, the better chance you have of him being a bust, or just my goodness, I've found Tom Brady, but he can run. <laughs>
0: Well, speaking of running quarterbacks, we do have some interesting news coming out of Baltimore with the signing of Odell Beckham Jr. Oh yeah. What what are your takes on that one boys? I
1: I think Odell is going to be a good fit. If a big, Mm -hmm. if if he does not hurt himself again, he's 30 (laughs) years old ACL tear there is a lot of work to get done to get back to it. I mean, that's why he didn't get picked up this season. It's not because he didn't no. want to come back and play. It's because he was too lazy to put in the
0: work. Now, do you do you think he um I'm trying to think how to word this so it doesn't sound like terrible. Do you see him possibly going three for three on ACL tears, you know, three years in a row with three separate ACL tears now?
1: I don't know. It just depends how much work he wants to put into his rehab because, I mean, he's older. It's he had shown that you know he's uh, he's kind of matured more. Thank God, finally. (laughs) Well, winning a Super Bowl helps. He was just like, "All right, Net, you and me are getting married. We're gonna live a happy life together." (laughs) That's changed.
0: I mean, it does help when you win a Super Bowl, though. Like to get that marriage going.
1: That's true. But, I mean, hell, he won it when he wasn't even there playing. He was just hurt. (laughs) that's true. That's very true. Yeah,
2: that was just a a whole situation with uh, that. I've never really felt bad for Odell until that point because he was doing very good that season as being like keeping his composure, being a good teammate, being like a a strong part of the team, and then he goes into the biggest game where – he is a major factor. I mean, he's he was just as much of a factor as like Cooper Cup was. Yeah. And like he was I mean, he was balling. But like yeah, he he was yeah. actually playing good. So oh, yeah. I felt terrible for him for that at that point. But I'm kind of curious to see how he's gonna be in Baltimore because Paul's they have a totally different culture than what somebody like Los Angeles has.
0: They oh, won't yeah. take the crap that he did in Cleveland and in New York. Oh yeah. You know, they they won't take that crap from him.
2: Um, that that's how Sean McVay was. Sean yeah, McVay yeah. doesn't take any crap.
0: Yeah, yeah. That,
1: that's but why like, Odell. I would say that's probably what pushed Odell to have more maturity. Sean mm-hmm. McVay said, "Listen, we're gonna play football. We're gonna play smart, and we're gonna play respectfully to everybody else. And we're gonna have a good season, and the hell they won a Super Bowl. And most <laughs> of that was off of Kirk or, or Kirk Cousins, <laughs> Cooper Cup just playing out <laughs> of his out of his mind. It's yeah, Cooper yeah. Cup is a dog. He is one yeah.
0: hell of a receiver." Um, so then, what do you think is going to end up happening with uh, Lamar Jackson? Do you think he'll resign with Baltimore, or do you think he's going to wait till after the draft to try to make a move that way, going somewhere else?
1: Honestly, I think that he will most likely stay, but and then again, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Because I mean, for yeah. example, he brought it up recently. I want—I asked for a trade from Baltimore when he like openly said he asked for a trade a while ago. Nothing's happened. Yeah, He was adamant about that. So it sounds like he wants to leave. But, I mean, with them adding Odell, possibly that could be a sway to him. But, I mean, he might consider his, you know, possibilities. of I can go to a younger team. They can build around me. It'll be better. And they'll pay me. But the problem is, I mean, look how the, Cleveland paid Deshaun. And look how that's turned out. Yeah. He's been sitting for a year doing nothing, basically.
0: Now, do you think that him not having an agent affects his, like, where he's at right now?
1: I think it does. I mean, you can have all the thoughts in the world like, oh, I know what's best for me. I know this and know that. You have to have someone speak for you, especially when it's like, hey, you're going to get possibly $100-plus plus million a year guaranteed. You need to have someone who's like, oh, I know what I'm talking about. I've done this before. I've, you know, this has been part of my career that I can help you progress along this. But not having someone, I think it definitely hurts him. Yeah.
2: Well, at the same time, there's been a lot of NFL players that represent themselves. Yeah. Like you no, see in the past, a lot of people. But nobody getting stuff.
0: paid closer to four or 500 million <laughs> yeah. for five years. Exactly.
2: Well, also at the same time, like, is money influencing Lamar? I, I think, think it so.
1: is because he, he knows that he is young. He is playing in a kind of a, I wouldn't really call it a reckless abandonment, but it kind of is where I have to either score through my legs, no matter what, or my arm almost yeah. every single other drive because. Our defense isn't going to hold up, so we have to get through with our offense.
2: So my my question to that then is, is he really, like, at that point, are you looking more towards the money? Are you looking more towards, like, I want to go somewhere to make sure I elongate my career and keep myself healthy by putting options around me whenever Baltimore, they're they're not doing – they're going to get weapons, but they're, their offensive line sucks. They're not getting protection.
0: That's true.
2: So,
1: This could The same thing could be said, though, kind of for the Bengals as well. I mean, look how Joe Burrow has progressed through the season. It's not because his offensive line became, you know, the best line in the NFL. I mean, he gets hurt, breaks himself every other season. He's Yeah, he
2: gets hit a lot. He's like one of the highest quarterback hit rates out of the whole entire NFL.
1: Yeah, and he's still putting up unrealistic numbers. You could say that's because of his wide receiver, but I don't think you're going to get that out of Odell. So I don't know what Lamar really wants to do. It's just going to kind of be – A thing of see if they can get some really good picks in the draft, or they're just gonna push him along and say, "All right, good luck, go where you want to go." But I mean, the Ravens have kind of sold out everything for him, so if they don't try to push hard to keep him, they might be doomed for many seasons to come.
2: So I've got something here that might that might shake things up a little bit. This uh, article came out about ten hours ago. uh, Through um, it's called it's SI. Uh, from the specific like Baltimore area, it's a possible trade with the Tennessee Titans. Oh, shoot! Looking that at means, trade, Baltimore and Tannehill.
0: I was gonna say Tannehill mm. and Malik Willis would probably get taken to Baltimore while uh Lamar goes to Tennessee.
1: Mm. I think that might be a good fit. I mean, Tennessee they did then i'm not mistaken a tennessee offensive lineman just recently retired so their line's gonna be a little bit shaken up from that it was one of the i think it was the guy that was he had a podcast as well and he's real big and real talking real talkative about everything Mm -hmm. i mean they have a good offensive line their defense could use a little work but he might fit in there but i don't know if the ravens if the ravens do that they're just gonna i guess commit to not winning because nothing (laughs) against Tannehill. is a great quarterback but tannehill has got an attitude Oh, like yeah. especially with um, oh what was his name that is now was the second string? He was he's a he's a pretty good quarterback. He came there. It's like yeah, oh, from, I can't wait to Liberty. learn. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to learn. <laughs> he goes, I ain't teaching him crap. He can yeah, figure Malik, it out himself. Malik Willis. Malik
0: Willis. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like, bro, I don't care what you want to say. Sure, he's gonna eventually take your job, but I mean, hell, let's want to help him out.
0: I mean, jeez. Yeah. You think, you think that's the next generation. But now we see that with Aaron Rodgers, too, going down another quarterback situation. You see that with Aaron Rodgers. You saw that with Brett Favre with Aaron Rodgers. You saw that Aaron Rodgers with uh, Love. Jordan at, Love. Jordan Love in Green Bay. So, I mean, is that just a thing that these quarterbacks who think that they're all-time greats that are doing? I don't know. Um, but going down from there, what do you guys see going on with Green Bay's Quarterback situation for next season and going on with Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna go with uh, you know the silliest
1: way possible. I think he's gonna stay. I'm pretty sure Rodgers just wants attention. Wants you know, which right now he is the center in the room. He is the pretty girl wearing the white dress. All <laughs> eyes are upon him. He is dancing <laughs> flowingly in the ballroom, and insane. he's like, "All right, <laughs> surprise, guys! I hate the Jets. I'm not going. Screw you. I'm retiring."
0: That's Oh, my that'd be insane.
1: I'm gonna go with retirement because I think Rogers' screws in his head are finally coming unhinged. He might just retire.
2: <laughs> I I could see that because I don't I don't know who New York has to give to Green Bay that'd be worth Aaron Rodgers. Yeah,
1: well, I, don't I mean, it, oh, they I got, got Zach there's... Wilson, the milf hunter, milf hunter traveling across the border, baby. We going, we going.
0: I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> who they have. I think it's draft picks, and then how can Green Bay help with the salary that they owe Aaron Rodgers for the next two years? That's true. Yeah, because that's playing a little Mm hindrance because the Jets don't have a huge cap space. But this is a big question I've had and I've been thinking about for a while. It's going again with quarterback situation that we just recently had because one of the all time, not one of, I think the all time greatest quarterback to ever play the game of football retired this year. Who does the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go with? Do they go for somebody in the draft? Do they use somebody that they have in their backup? Do they go and find somebody out in the openness well, of the free they,
2: agency? They've already went out and got Baker. That's true. That I think they,
0: they're
1: they going to sign Jameis Winston back, baby. We're going back to the good old days. 30 oh, for 30. Eat some chicken wings on the fingers, dude. That's a W, baby. We're eating Ws all day. I think that's where they're going to go back to. I mean – the Buccaneers have kind of at similar to the Rams after the Super Bowl. It's like, all right, boys, we're shipping you all off. We're done. It's yeah. rebuild. We don't care. The Buccaneers. They, I mean, they they still have a decent line. They still have a really good defense, but they got some good receivers. Yeah, but the problem is, it's gonna kind of be a hard role to fill. I mean, maybe they, maybe they somehow get Lamar,
0: in some crazy trade. I don't it, see that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think think he would
2: fit there either.
0: Like you said, they have Baker, but do they go for somebody in the draft if somebody is available to back up Baker to build up for the next, quote-unquote, Tom Brady Super Bowl drive that they have? That's the real question, I think. Um, But there is some rumors coming out uh, about Tom Brady possibly going to – be with the Dolphins, not necessarily playing, but maybe owning or becoming something in management there.
1: I think he definitely could. He's definitely done playing because, I mean, yeah. he's trying to get Giselle back. Good luck to you, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Power to you.
2: Power to you. You chase it.
0: He's, he's trying to be that half a billion in the elevator. Exactly. Dude.
2: <laughs> Man, he just he took an see. L and rode out in the sunset. Yeah,
1: He should have just retired after the Super Bowl. I mean, hell, that's Max. the problem with him. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, I remember hearing that he would sit in film every single day of the week, like four or five hours, even when he went home from a game or practice just watching it. That's the love of it. You can't get rid of it. It's kind of like an itch. You got to scratch it.
0: Yeah.
2: Definitely. yeah it's, it's never going to go away either. Those those guys that consistently did that over and over and over again, they'd never get away from it. So well, it, this, It's just this like role, in the Nolan
0: Oh, I'm sorry. It's just like in the Nolan Ryan documentary. He said it took him two years after playing for 27 years to break the seal of going down to, you know, whether it was Arizona or Florida for um spring training. You know, it took him two years to get out of that player mindset and player wannabe of watching film, of studying different athletes and all that kind of stuff. It took him two years to do that.
2: Yeah, and a lot of guys it takes him even longer. But now yeah. him going, him going to this role as being a color commentator and a broadcaster, he he's gonna he's gonna keep on watching film. Yeah, which Giselle might have known that he was gonna sign that contract. Like he, they might have known that for a while. She was like, "I'm out of here, dude." Like, wasn't it like
0: hundred mil that he signed for? I went as soon as he retired. Uh, it was a lot more than that. Was it? Yeah, I knew big, it was something ridiculous. Big for, big uh, money to do. It. Yeah, That's wild.
2: But, they're all, he's also taking Greg Olson's job, which that kind of <laughs> sucks. I like Greg Olson as a broadcaster. I think he does I, really. I heard
0: he's trying to go for a coaching job.
2: I don't see that. Back not, to the not, Panthers.
0: <laughs> I'm Not necessarily as a head coach or offensive coordinator, but as a tight ends coach.
1: I just looked it up. Tom Brady's going to make over 10 years $375 million. <laughs> Broadcasting. That's $38 a,
0: million a year, baby. That
1: a boy, Tommy. That a boy.
2: And I just want to make $100,000 a year.
1: Yeah, that'd be worth
2: it. That, Yeah, I'd I do a lot for that.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: The i take my... The I, man, i take my shirt off for that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, boy. I ain't ashamed. <laughs> but,
2: man... Jeez. I don't know. I'm kind of excited, though. I, this... This whole month, we're going to do a lot of research on the drafts and see kind of what, Because we're going going to have you
0: back on at the end, the day of the draft or the day before the draft. Mm -hmm. Once we kind of have – and then we'll have you on after the draft to see what your uh, thoughts are on who went number one and everything else in between. All the way down to mystery irrelevant. Who happened this year to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? Yeah,
1: I'm happy for him, but I still feel bad for the um 49ers. I forgot who – I think it was the – might have been a linebacker. And when he was asked, like, oh, how do you think this game went after he, you know, lost, you know, the playoff. And he goes, I don't have a quarterback. I don't know who the hell my quarterback is because they've been through so many.
0: <laughs> they went through four of them that season.
1: Yeah, hopefully he'll be good. I mean, he will prove him wrong. I mean, the other Mr. Warner for what, a few years ago, the guy out of good old Auburn, or, yeah, Auburn. Or is it Ole Miss? Oh, gosh. It was Ole Miss, if I'm not mistaken. He, was, he, played, he played for the uh, New England as a backup. I can't think of his name now. He was the last pick in the draft. Oh. He's been, he's been up and down. I can't think of his name now. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Hmm. Because yeah, I mean, he's really the fun. first mystery Irrelevant that you heard that he got to start his rookie season. Most of them don't even make it past the rookie season. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but san francisco is kind of interesting mm-hmm. with their quarterbacks because so, they already sold out jimmy g and they're going based off of the young talent uh, they got
0: two pretty good quarterbacks based off of last season
2: because my thing is well, what if trey lance ends up being another odell where he just gets hurt every other season
0: yeah yeah i could definitely see that happening
2: because they, they spent all that money and time on him getting – they picked him, what, what second overall, I think?
0: Something and
2: like that. And they – I mean, they haven't even been able to use him because he gets hurt every single year.
0: Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. So, one of my favorite quarterbacks, Derek Carr, you know, being with the Saints, and then you got Jimmy G with the Raiders. Now, I'm going to ask you over-under for each team. Mm-hmm. Raiders, over-under six wins this season – the uh, Saints over under seven wins this
2: season. You can go first.
0: I think Saints will be over. They have
1: they still have a decent good team. Kamara just has to play smart and don't do anything stupid, which I know it's very hard, especially <laughs> for him. And then I think the Raiders are going to fall into a pit, like they do every season. Yeah, so Something else is going to yeah. come up because I'm uh, like – my opinion every single year it's the Raiders and Cowboys if you have something wrong or hidden deep in the dark it's gonna pop up when you play for that team does not matter sun or night it's gonna appear out of nowhere you would be like well yep
0: that's true whoops yep. how are you done
2: um I'm gonna go New Orleans over I, I think New Orleans has got a very good squad, and especially with what they're going to do in a draft, I think they're going to stick to offensive line and defense-wise. I think they've got all the talent in the world on the offense to win. So I'm going to go over with New Orleans. And then Las Vegas, it's going to be tough. I think they're going to be right there because they're in a really tough division this year. Yep. Um, I'm probably – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that they're going to be right at, if not under.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I put my – for Las Vegas, I said six wins even at least this year because of, yes, Jimmy G and Josh McDaniels were, you know, working together in New England, but I just don't see the chemistry yet, you know, even mm-hmm. with all they, they do during the offseason. I just don't know how that chemistry is going to be there with the receivers. Um, whereas you got the Saints. I mean, the Saints, like Aaron said and like how you were saying – they have the talent they have the pieces now they have a good quarterback compared to what they've had the last two seasons right they even have a great backup quarterback who could play almost any position out there mm-hmm. um so I can see I could easily see them the Saints maybe if not either first or second in the uh NFC East or NFC South. Whatever they
2: are. Yeah, I, I think they're the front to win the NFC South this oh, year.
0: Yeah, as of right now. Now, that could change after the draft and after all the free agency is over with. That could definitely change. But as of right now, that's where I'm at. So let me ask you this question then. I know this is way, way too early. We just ended the Super Bowl about a month and a half ago, two months ago. Who are your super early Super Bowl predictions this year for the 2023-2024 season?
1: All right. Ready? This is going to be crazy. I think it's going to be the Browns.
0: Uh
1: Browns versus probably the Chiefs. I don't see Mahomes having any problems. Okay. Per usual. Mahomes is, I mean, especially after last season, they lost, you know, Tyree Kill, but it didn't slow Mahomes down at all (laughs) to Travis Kelsey. Kelsey's an unrealistic talentist tight end.
0: And then Juju Smith Schuster being brought in there to
1: help them out, too, you know, filling in some of that gap area. Yeah, he definitely helped
2: out quite a bit. Do do you think Cleveland's defense has been matured enough to the point where they can be Super Bowl contenders? Because they've got a lot of holes in their defense, too. And
0: Jadavion Clowney's
1: a free agent. That's true. I definitely think that the Browns have a really good defense. Their offense is going to be the only questionable part. But I'm hoping – and I'm banking on Deshaun Watson wants to throw off all, you know, all the talk that's happened last like two, yeah. three years of I him mean, mm-hmm. going, oh, he sucks. Oh, he did this. He shouldn't have done that. And yeah. you he's, wrong he's, or right? Can't say with
0: is. a chip on his shoulder.
1: He definitely <laughs> wants to come out firing. But we'll nice. just see because Cleveland's line is, I mean, not the best after you've no. seen with how hard Baker's been hit. Right. and if yeah. He gets hurt. They'll tell him to keep playing like they did with Baker. So yeah. that's a possibility as well.
0: So we got Aaron with the Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs. Dylan, what are your picks?
2: Um, for me, it's a little bit tough. I I want to go for the NFC side. San Fran. <laughs> okay. I think I think I think San Fran's gonna make a run this year. Um, it's either gonna be them or maybe I could see Minnesota. Um, and on the AFC side, my heart wants to go with Buffalo. I think I think <laughs> Buffalo would give a very strong run, but I, I'm I'm glad to go with Kansas City too. I think Kansas City is just way too strong. I I can't bet against Mahomes.
1: Yeah, yeah, Allen's Allen's just got to get out of that hole, and I think they would be have a, a huge chance. And then I'm also but, looking forward to the Eagles. Yeah, I think Hurts is gonna be able to have a huge chip on his shoulder. Well, this you
0: guys think so said too. The, you guys just said the two teams I think that can make it there. Um, I'm really tossed between the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals this year because I think both of them are gonna be playing with chips on their shoulder from the um, from their side of the ball or from their side of the spectrum last year. And then I think the Eagles. To me, even though they let go of some people in free agency, they're gonna they picked up some great players in free agency as well. Uh, the draft is really going to decide whether the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl for me or not. Um, but that's kind of where I'm sitting. You know, Eagles and Buffalo is kind of what I'm thinking in my way too early Super Bowl prediction. Now, after the draft, we can discuss this more, but that's just as of right now. Um, another question that some people have brought to my attention, which I found quite interesting asking about, who do you see... Yes, we talked about this a little bit with the QB situation in San Francisco. But out of Brock Purdy and um oh shoot, I can't even think what his name is. Trey Lance. Trey Lance, thank you. Uh out of Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, who do you see being the starting QB next year? Because you have one guy who carried them as mystery relevant last year all the way through until the very end, even when he destroyed his other arm, his throwing arm. And then you have one who gets hurt every year. Who do you see ended up being the starting QB next year there? I see it being
1: Purdy, but honestly, it could be Trey Lance's year where he like has a great season, and they're like, mm-hmm. all right, you're playing the whole way, you played really well. Then he might get hurt the next season, then Purdy will show back up again. But I honestly want Purdy to be number one, because Purdy has worked his butt off, mm-hmm. tried real hard to be like, all right, I want to throw the ball. I have the ability to throw the ball rather well in a decent team. Let me get after it, but Trey Lance is also young, upcoming. So who knows? Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I think the uh, all eyes are going to be on San Francisco for the preseason. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a giant quarterback battle between the two, and that you're not going to be able to tell who's going to have that starting job until after week three of preseason. Yep. Going into going on week one, it, it's it's going to be tough. Uh, I. I am I agree with you. I want it I want Purdy to have that chance to really show that hey this is my team, which oh. I mean he did he did very good at doing that last season.
0: As a rookie, but, by the way. As a rookie
2: as, a, as a rookie, I mean he's he's going this year's season, which we know now like one good year in the NFL, you're basically like getting five years of experience, what it used to be.
0: <laughs>
2: so makes that extra game. <laughs> I would like to see Trey Lance go out there and fight mm-hmm. and show like, hey, I can I can add value to this team, whether it's going to be on the field or it's going to be upping Purdy's level. Because right now it's Purdy's position to lose. Yeah. So I would I think it's going to be Purdy, but I think Trey Lance is going to give him a really good run for his money.
0: Okay. So based off of that question, do you guys see the 49ers winning 10 games or more? Ten, you know, over under ten games next year.
1: I think they'll be at it. I think they probably come close to nine. Because I mean, their their division is definitely going to become more and more competitive, and it's only getting Mm. more competitive. The Rams, not so much. I think the Cardinals have a bounce back year. They're going to definitely play hard. The Seahawks with Geno, I think they're going to be riding a high, and they're going to be playing really well, especially with DK Metcalf
0: and our boy Phil
1: and boy Phil. But we'll see. We'll see. Anything's
0: possible.
2: Mm-hmm. I uh, the only thing about San Francisco, if you really look at it, they ha- they travel the most out of any NFL team, and I uh, you true. can really see the by fatigue the end of the season. by the end of the season. You can really see the fatigue on the players. So I'm going to go under ten, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be very much. I think they're going to be around eight or nine. Yeah, because so you are about th- the
0: same area with the nine ish games.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, they they could surprise us and go for 10-plus, but yeah. San Francisco has never been that type of team.
0: Yeah. Now, <laughs> we're going to talk about the worst team in the league last year, the Houston Texans, okay? So, yes, they were the worst team in the league. Yes, did they win one game? They might have won two. I don't really know. I, I lost count after they won one. Um. <laughs> so, the big question is, are they over under five games next year? Under. Under. <laughs> under. If they if they get a quarterback
1: that's not mobile like Deshaun, I think the person I mean, if it's gonna be Bryce Young, possibly, his leg is gonna be broken within the first two games. Bless how you. bad how bad the line is. I mean, I hope it won't happen to him, obviously, but how bad their line is, ugh,
0: it's gonna be rough. Very I felt
2: bad for all Dougie Mills.
0: <laughs> old Dougie. So okay, now I gotta ask you this. This is a big one here. Yes, that's what she said, but this is a big question for everybody. Okay, can I get a <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the podcast, <laughs> anyways? All right, this is a big question for you guys out there.
2: I'm clipping that for the uh, for the Instagram.
0: Please do the oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh yeah. So, this is a big question. Aaron, I know this is your favorite team, the New England Patriots. Is Bill Belichick on the hot seat this year?
1: Hell no. Bill Belichick has won Robert Kraft more than all of his allegations of him, you know, having fun with people at the massage parlor. In South Miami, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like hell, I, sure. He can be on the hot seat. All they can say all they want. But, I mean, if you, he he could literally just retire and you go down as the greatest head coach has ever coached in the NFL. I mean, he's done more than he can do. It's kind of hard with him not having you know any quarterback. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know if you know the quarterback they pick up from Alabama is going to be that good. I mean, he's he's been tripping people. He already has a negative you know place in the NFL, but. Oh. Who knows? I mean, Bill always pulls a rabbit out of his hat every time.
2: Bill ain't going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, he I mean he's right in Robert Craft's pockets, is like you said. He he is not going anywhere. A craft knows how to get away with shit.
0: Exactly. All right, Dylan. All right, Dylan. <laughs> hey.
2: Takes one to know one.
0: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> you know the lady we hired in my office? Her last mm-hmm. name is Kraft, but it starts with a C.
2: Yeah, she doesn't spell it the right way.
0: Nope. Um, Okay then So Hot take for you We're going to go With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here Coming off of a Tom Brady retirement Coming off of a Bruce Arian Stepping away as head coach and working in the front office What do we see there Over under this year At 10 games In the 2023-2024 season
1: Uh, I would have to say sadly, I want to believe in them. I really do. I mean, they're predicted they'll most likely get a quarterback in the draft, but I just can't see them winning that many. There's like almost no possibility. They might still have a pretty good defense. Well, defense is getting older. Their offense, they've let like, go a lot of pieces. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really just going to be a shot in the dark if they really want to play well.
2: I think the better question is, where are they going to finish in the NFC South?
0: Yeah. I'm personally at at the highest. It'll be third. Yeah, I think the
1: Falcons with, or actually no, the Falcons gave up on Mariota. Correct, if I'm not mistaken. They, they did. Yeah, which might be a bad thing, but we'll see. Desmond Ritter's their. Uh, uh,
2: yeah, he's their starter. Yeah,
1: uh, the Falcons probably won't pose much of a threat. The Saints, ah, uh, that will be a. Uh, it might be a year of growing pains with a new quarterback. And then the Panthers, I think, will have a pretty good season this year. If they get a quarterback that's young, they sure up the line, they'll have a great season. But they have to make sure they protect their quarterback and not you know, that, trade the away. Thing,
2: the, the, thing, the thing with Carolina is they have the defense. Like, their defense is set. It's going to be what they're going to do about the quarterback situation and making sure they reamp the offensive line, well, like you said. And then they
0: also have to – they got rid of D.J. Moore, their leading receiver last year. So Yeah, I don't
2: know who they're going to throw the ball to.
0: Yeah, he getting just, paid though. Good for him. <laughs> making some money. He is. Maybe the quarterback, whoever it's going to be, is going to throw it to himself. You know, who knows? I mean, hell, dude,
1: go get Lamar. Why not? <laughs> go, yeah, go pick hey, him up. Some. I, they
2: I originally said that. I originally saw uh, Carolina trying to pick up Lamar.
1: They got the cap space. I mean, number one pick. Hmm, Baltimore might want that, but I mean, like yeah. you said, they are not too far down the board. So
0: no, not at all. Okay then. I got one more great intake of it all, okay? So, actually, two questions. We'll, we're going back to the college football now, okay? The college football playoffs expansions, I believe, start in 2024, if I'm not mistaken. Um. So, what are your takes on the college football expansion?
1: I, go ahead. I'll i go ahead off of that one first. That one is kind of a, that's a sore spot because I know what's going to happen. It's going to be injury heaven. All right, who could tear the ACL this <laughs> week? All right, you're on the list. Go out there and blow it out, baby. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. <That's smart. laughs> then there's another one. Like, it's going to be so many injuries because the problem from the NFL to college, college players are playing to get into the NFL. Not yeah. as much anymore for money because NIL, but they want to be in the NFL. Like, hey, look, you could tell your kids, tell your family part of the NFL is great, but you're going to be so, so beat up. I mean, like they said before, Alabama quarterbacks, running backs out of Alabama, beat up. It's hard for them to get into the NFL because, you know, they've been in SEC football getting bruised and battered by the SEC talent. I mean, that's going to happen more now with, all right, here's the playoff with tons more teams. And you we saw it this year when, you know, two teams that you considerably could have not made it in, made it in. You're like, all right, we'll see what happens. And then they got beat like a redheaded stepchild, you know, just – Thrown out there and said, "All right, boys, attack!" And they got mauled. Mm-hmm. I mean, so more money.
0: Because I believe it's eight teams, if I'm not mistaken, or is it 12? twelve? 12 12? Yeah, it's
1: it's going to a
0: dozen. Yeah, Ugh. that's a lot. I, I I could have seen eight, possibly, um, but twelve. So
2: what possible. what is the point of because they're using bowl games for the for each game though?
0: I know that's that's the whole thing because now you're throwing out a couple uh, twelve other teams that could have been in a bowl game. And wow. This
2: whole this whole twelve man playoff ordeal, I said it whenever they went to a four team playoff, it ain't nothing but a, a flipping political stunt it to is. give out first place trophies.
0: Yep, that and I also think it's a way to, dare I say it, maybe get rid of the NCAA in football.
1: I don't know. I mean, it's they're kind of already moving. So many conferences are starting to change, like especially with Texas, you yeah, know, Oklahoma. leaving, going to the SEC and Oklahoma leaving as well. So many conferences want to be part of like the bigger conference. Like yeah. SEC is a big conference. ACC is a big conference because of all the names, especially with Clemson. But I mean, Clemson's up and down.
0: Football wise, the, that's the biggest name in ACC. Basketball wise, it's one of the smaller ones, actually.
1: Yeah.
2: But they're also the SEC is going to become a super conference. They've already said because yeah. they're adding. Because
0: they're going. They're going after Duke and Carolina. They're going after Michigan and Ohio State. They're going after. Well, UCS, your yeah, USC and um, UCLA are going Big Ten, but they were going after them before the Big Ten was.
2: And at this point, it's basically just going to be SEC and Big Ten.
0: It's going to be yeah. I think it's going to be come down to SEC, Big Ten, and ACC. At, you know, right off the bat, it might end up changing where either the ACC and Big Ten kind of join together a little bit, and a few teams from the ACC leave to go to the SEC,
2: and then just the Pac-12 takes over the whole West Coast.
0: Pretty well. That's if the Pac-12 is still around.
2: <laughs> they'll yeah, sure. they'll still be around. But,
0: <laughs> Who knows? Man, they're <laughs>
2: they're relevant.
0: Either the Mountain West or the West Coast could take over that as the big major conference in the West.
2: Oh yeah, the Mountain <laughs> West. I'm so scared.
0: <laughs>
2: exactly. I, uh, I don't. I don't know. I. I can't stand it. The whole like. If you want, if you want to play in these big bowl games, play tougher people. Play an SEC schedule.
0: Yeah. Play any of the schedules that are not in the major conferences.
2: I mean, you you saw what happened with Cincinnati.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Cincinnati went and played an American Conference Championship. They ended mm-hmm. up blow. They blow them out. And then they go into this playoff and their first game they get beat by 30. Yeah. Just beat like a drunk.
1: Just like with TCU and Georgia in the final. Yep, it Last year. That so was cheer- that they- was ugly to watch. I turned the ox. I'm like, okay, to we're it's at 30, we're going to stop, right? No. Pound the ball down their throat.
0: To All right, be what honest, Last year, the championship game should have been Ohio State, Georgia. That was a great game overall. Yes, my team lost, but overall, that game was just really fun to watch. Oh, yeah. That saw the favorite. change of momentum. That was that would have been a great uh, championship game last year. Um, well, it
2: was a big controversy going into that Final Four, anyways, because of Alabama being—I think they were ranked fifth, right out of.
0: But they had two losses, so that was they the had fifth. they had two
2: losses. Yeah. But it would have been a lot better playoff overall to have Alabamas in there instead of TCU. TCU didn't stand a chance.
0: No, yep. no, 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 not at all,
2: not at all. I so mean, I, I I see where people are giving an argument like. Now you're going to have twelve teams in there, and you're going to have, you're going to have more competition. More people are going to have chances. I like that's great and all, but you look at Alabama schedule opposed to TCU schedule.
0: Yeah, just yeah. look
2: at Alabama playing tougher people. Yeah, week in and week
0: out. Now let me ask you this: I we already brought in the injuries to it. Do you see more players now? Once the the playoff goes to twelve teams, do you see more players stepping away like uh, Nick Bosa did when he got hurt, or um? When a player gets hurt and instead of coming back to play in the playoffs, do you see them stepping away and getting ready for the draft?
1: I think at the beginning, yes, but later on, no, because with the deal, you know, player likeness deal that keeps Mm -hmm. ramping up more and more. I mean, what is it? Bryce Young is getting paid like $10 million in college just for a year. So I think it's going to get out of hand. We're like, all right, you can do whatever
2: you need to do. See oh, you. You were thinking exactly where I was going. I was gonna go straight for these nils and player likeness deals. They are not gonna allow these guys to not play like they used exactly. to before. They were saying they're getting ready for the drafts, yeah. and they're like, "I'm not gonna risk injury to go play a bowl game for this school that doesn't really matter because I'm about to go get paid multi million dollars." Now they're getting paid thousands, if not millions, to go play these games. These sponsors, which is exactly why I voted against it, these sponsors are going to start taking control of these kids and tell them you are not allowed yeah. to skip this game. You are going to play regardless if you think so or not.
1: I bet you they'll get incentives too. If you play this game, we'll give you like an extra million dollars. I don't know where. It yeah. might be in a new car. But, might be uh-huh. in a new house. Just don't talk about it. You got me? Welcome, <laughs> to,
2: after you. welcome back SMU in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> you get um, a car. You get a car. You get a car.
0: It's Oprah exactly. up in this bitch. Oprah. <laughs> you get a car. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Cars.
2: I'll go play um, 50 snaps for a Mercedes.
1: Exactly. I'll go <laughs> kick the ball in the field goal and miss every time. That's what NFL kickers do. Screw it. I'll do it. Yeah. Oh,
0: man. But, yeah, that that's one thing I was kind of curious about with that change over this year and the NFL draft coming up. Like, how will we see the change in there? Um,
2: I would hate to be a college football player right now. Yeah, it's just these next
0: three years or so next two to three years is going to be the worst time in college football when it comes to bowl games and playoffs.
2: They they really need to go back to the traditional system. I think that's
0: I think the only thing that they should change up about the traditional system instead of doing the playoff thing like they do now. And, you know, number one versus number two, I think the two best teams and it shouldn't go off ranking. It should go off how they played throughout the whole year. You know, because that best team might be number three because they lost the last game of the season, right? Yeah, I think the two best teams that played the best the whole entire year should be the ones that are in the championship game, not the one who's one and two. That's the only thing I would do.
1: That's the issue with that, though, is you have to factor in all the stupid who did you play?
0: Yep, who's hurt on your team
1: because you, even though they don't say it, they factor in who's hurt on the absolutely. team, absolutely, they do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just going to be, like, who's hurt? What schedule have you played? Oh, like, what was it? U.S. U.F.C. UCF. If I'm not mistaken? UCF? Yeah. UCF, when they're like, oh, we're number one team. We've beaten everybody. We, like, haven't lost an entire game this season. But who did you play? Oh, that's right. No one.
2: UCF <laughs> is just the, the next Boise State from the mid-2000s. That, yeah. I mean, they, and they had good teams. I mean, remember yeah. Kellen Moore like, launched everything. Future but NFL
0: coach, right
2: there. He is, and he he deserves it too. But hired earlier. UCF, I mean, UCF wouldn't be able to last in an ACC schedule.
0: No, well, aren't they going Big Twelve? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, with with Kentucky, BYU, or Kentucky with Cincinnati, BYU, SMU, and Houston, right?
2: Right. Yeah. Which I mean, they they should be in the the Big Twelve. All, oh, honestly, no, no, no! I'm they not really I'm saying games. I'm
0: not saying no to that. I'm just trying to think like who was all going over that. I just couldn't remember.
2: Yeah, and uh, American's getting bigger. They're, they've added the whole state six... of
0: North Carolina, pretty much, is in it. Who's not in the ACC?
2: Right. Yeah. So, and the uh, American will actually be pretty competitive.
0: I think you'll see a better American conference than you did when UCF, Cincinnati, and all that was in there because these games are going to mean a little bit more now. Mm. Um, not necessarily for playoff wise, but for bragging rights. Right. Because you got App State in there, you got UNC Charlotte, you got ECU. You know that's three major towns you could say, or three major sections of the state. I mean, you literally got the the western half of the state, the almost the middle half of the state. You know, Charlotte, not quite middle, but almost there, and mm-hmm. then you got the eastern side of the state. So you really have three sides that could c- cover the whole state. You got Texas El Paso, um,
2: Memphis is always strong. Oh yeah,
0: Mem- yeah, Memphis, Memphis yeah. Tulane, like Tulane's
2: coming off of a record year, so you know they're going to reload. Yep,
0: oh, yeah. and then you got USF, who's going to be, I think, who's going to reload this year for once in a while. For once, U, in a USF
2: while. has got some work to do. Oh, absolutely. They to, no they, they've never had. they never really had like a true solid quarterback.
0: No, and I, I kind of blame that on coaching staff a little bit. You know, personally. right? But right. Um, no, I mean you're right there. You know, but UCF is going to end up taking. I think, a little bit bigger stride this year, especially with all the new teams coming in. Mm-hmm. So it's going to allow them to push a little bit harder. For Which ECU is going to take
2: a really big bump to the chin because week one they're going to the big house and playing Michigan.
0: It ain't the first time. Good old the, uh
2: That's going to that's be uh, – well, I don't know. I mean, App State went there a little while ago and wrecked them, so you never know. Mason yeah. Garcia can go out there and throw 500 yards. We don't know.
0: I-, I was thinking about this. That was 16 years ago.
2: It was. We're getting old. <laughs> I remember watching that. That was game.
0: like fifth or sixth grade for us, seventh grade. It was. I remember yep. coming in it was. and just screaming that Michigan sucks in school that
1: day. Well, that's Mid- another day of hating Michigan. You know, just another day. <laughs> you, either lo-
2: you either love them or hate them.
0: Yeah. I think the majority of the country hates them personally, but that's just me.
2: Yeah, you know, they're like they're like Duke.
0: Oh hell yeah. Nah, 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 nah. We like No 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 no. Oh boy. Oh uh, man. But no, some some really interesting takes today. I I do like a lot of the over under stuff that we talked about. Um I liked a lot of the uh, quarterback situations that could go on. Um, I like
2: this format.
0: Yeah. I think this was pretty this good. A good episode. Yeah because I'm here. Oh. <laughs> well, as soon as college football and NFL start, we're going to get you back in here too besides just the draft so we can really get some good stuff for the midweek breakdown. Um uh,
2: so now we got we got an NFL and a college football specialist. Yep. We got a baseball specialist that we're possibly going to bring in next week.
0: Andrew? Sir.
2: Right. Yes, sir. We might we might be able to get Andrew and maybe if Dakota can ever Answer his phone. We could possibly get him on here. At this
0: point, screw Dakota. Until yeah, the season's heard, over.
2: Dakota, you heard that.
0: Yeah, until your season's over. If well, it ever That's
2: ends. not, not going to be until, what, October?
0: That's his problem. Uh-huh. We got Andrew. We, we got do. Andrew and we got Aaron for two of the main sports.
2: We, me and Andrew, we had a long conversation yesterday about the MLB. He's actually invested in the pitch clock.
1: I think it's a good idea. It definitely speeds up the sport. I mean, because some, some games you're like, holy hell, this is taking forever.
0: So it definitely changes it. I'll, I'll let Dylan go on this conversation.
2: <laughs> I'm a traditionalist. Yeah. I mean, you got you got those people that they're open to the idea, and you got those people that are traditionalists. I'm more a traditionalist. I see, and I will say this, and... I see how it benefits the game. And I'll be honest with you, my biggest quirk with it all isn't the actual pitch clock itself. It's more of like the pickoff situation that's really coming to play now. Especially that like, the
0: season started.
2: Right, between that and everybody's making a whole big deal about the shift, which the shift should have been banned a long time ago. But most it's of the – most of their teams are getting around that with the out- shifting the outfielders because you can't shift the outfielders
0: yeah you just can't shift the whole field
2: but I mean if guys are smart they really work on hitting backside that's just
0: if guy if guys really wanted to play the game so well they would learn how to hit the opposite side of what they bat. No, but, no, I mean, no. It,
1: they would just take roids and we would invent great baseball again where everybody's roided up and every hit's a home run, baby. They're We're already doing the
0: that. Era, all right, Mark baby. McGuire. They're already doing <laughs> that.
2: The roid <laughs> era. Are we coming back, baby. Let's go! I mean, Stan looks like an NFL running back, dude.
1: Like, nah, he could be, I'd let him play linebacker all day. All right, run through that hole. Fuck him.
2: Man, he would be he would be a nickel linebacker. He would go oh, back yeah. and play safety a little bit and then is come a, down and crack somebody going around the edge. Cam Rogers? Chancellor. Oh, yes. yes.
0: Is it bad that I see see uh, Aaron Judge as a defensive end or a tight end? <laughs> nah,
2: dude. I can Tied see in. him at a tight end.
0: I can see him at Tied a little in. bit of each.
2: He would be the next Jimmy Graham.
1: Dude. Oh, yeah. But you but know that
0: team. guy never even really played football? No, he was a college, basketball player. He was a basketball player all the way through college at University of Miami, the dude. So
2: I've got I've got to tell you this. I uh, I was listening to the Pat McAfee show uh, Friday on my way down to Wellington, and they had Calvin Johnson on, oh, and because because he wanted to talk about he's got a uh, he's got a, a hemp company that he's he's done See, done he, he's really good. Smoked with
0: it it. a lot when he was in the NFL.
2: Yeah, and he explained a little bit what why he did it and everything. Yeah, Yeah. You know he didn't He didn't start playing football either.
0: That, that's what I heard. I heard he was playing – was it basketball? No. Was he it was basketball? playing baseball. Baseball, that's what it was. Okay.
2: He was a baseball player.
0: I knew it was one of the two. I, I could not remember what that I heard. That big boy playing baseball?
2: I don't know if that Dude, works. Dude, you ta- talking <laughs> about covering a plate. <laughs> you just talk about the <laughs> end of the a batter's box, and he will cover it. you talk about not being afraid to take a hit from a pitch?
1: Dude, I don't know his head. If you hit near his head, though, I think he'd be scrambled.
2: Well, what you got to throw to the top of the chain link fence behind him? (laughs)
1: Anything's (laughs) possible when you're, you know, putting butter on the ball and you're throwing it.
2: Spider tag, dude, control everything, you know, exactly where you're going. Oh, yeah!
0: Oh, boy! Oh, boy! But Uh, now, dude, this I like this. Yeah, I think this is a great way. Uh, make sure you guys comment in our Instagram page and our. Uh, wherever you listen to your episodes at so we can get an idea if you guys like this platform or not because if so we're gonna keep doing it
2: follow us on instagram at the athletes pod
0: and follow and us on youtube at the athletes table what was it athletes table
2: i think it's just the athletes table our, our instagram is uh the athletes table official and we are on Twitter, but I don't really post that much on Twitter. I'm more like, that's how I get my information from there. But I mean, you can follow us there if you want to, you know, give us a little bit. Give of us a like. some
0: shout outs. Yeah. On YouTube it's the athlete at the athlete's table. Uh, we have some episodes up there, but we are going to hit YouTube super hard here coming in the next few weeks. Now that we have a few episodes in the making for y'all on the athlete's table podcast during Tuesdays.
2: We we do have some videos that we need to post,
0: but we're gonna we're gonna hit that really hard. So, um, in the next week or so, you will see a lot more being hit up on the Athletes Table YouTube page.
2: Yeah, I'll be putting posts up on our on our stories, and because, I will have a lot of bits coming out soon.
0: Yep, yep. And shout out to Aaron for joining us this week on the midweek breakdown. We are going to have you back. In the next two weeks. We will have you before the play or before the draft and after the draft to get all the inside take. Sounds good. Great Great sweet. here. Well, thank you for joining us.
2: This has been a Beyond Sports Media production. You can find us at Apple Music, YouTube, or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.